There are pets in need of rescue aplenty. Cue a charity competition in Letter Kenny. Wayne comes up with a trick of just asking real quick, which helps him hit the mother load of pennies. That fresh produce stand there. That's a beauty. What do you listen to? My favorite murder podcast. Taggart and Torrance podcast. The produce stand. Ah, uh, fucking sexy. It's Thirsty Thursday. And that means we are once again hanging out at the produce stand. A podcast paying tribute to the great Canadian show, Letter Kenny. Now, I know what you're thinking. There are many other podcasts about Letter Kenny out there, but this one has an impressive load of pennies. I'm Al, your host, and joining me in the room, as always, is the lovely Tanya. And online, we have Squirrely Matt and the Velvety Victor. And joining us this week, she's the foremost authority on everything Letter Kenny. She's a moderator on the Letter Kenny Discord and subreddit. Her name says it all. Join me in making some noise for awesome wondrous oh my god i regret nothing welcome back to the produce stand awesome yeah thank you since you are old hat at this we're just going to insert you in the lineup so today's uh so hold on what are we doing here uh oh yeah how are you now today's lineup is tanya al victor matt and awesome tanya how is your week so far oh my gosh it is a busy busy week i am like girl on fire this week (laughs) it is um it is it is busy both work and home we are super super excited we're seeing um our cousins that we haven't seen in like 20 months um, both, uh, families are vaccinated, double vaccinated now. So we are opening the gates and they're staying for four days. So there's I'm a like, long weekend coming up. So, uh, they're, they're staying for the long weekend. Yeah. So we are so excited. The kids are bouncing off the walls. It's like Christmas in our house right now. So we've, they're a family of five. So, um, I've, I've got three extra beds now. Um, and it's, it's just been a whirlwind of trying to get everything going. So yeah, we went from having exciting. no guests for the last 18 months to now having a, a whole other family coming over. <laughs> so and I'm completely addicted to watching the, the those shows on like um, uh, rentals, uh, house rentals. And so like I'm thinking of doing like a signature drink for the front door and like having like a continental <laughs> breakfast and like having the bottles of water and the and the and the towels and stuff for them. And yeah, I'm going t- way too far, but I'm so excited. It's just been such a long time. In fact, just five minutes ago, she she came back oh. from groceries. So she's been like and it was so funny as I'm being checked out, they're like, are you having a party? And I'm like, is it obvious? <laughs> yeah. All the, all the, all the treats have come home with me. So oh, super excited. Oh, I want to see that grocery list. Um, so, uh, my week. So in, in addition to, you know, the excitement of having people over for the first time in forever, we're also doing a bunch of construction out front in my, in, on my front lawn. So we're doing a, like a, a patio <laughs> with a bunch of stonework with my, my dad's doing most of the work, but I'm also out there. So I'm, finishing my day, you know, in my office and then going out there and like, like handing off like bricks and, and, and wheelbarrows of, uh, of screening. And so it's just, I'm so sore right now. (laughs) I'm sorry. Are you, are you building a fist shaking a podium, a fist shaking podium? Yeah. So you can stand out on front lawn and shake your fist at uh, the young, uh, 
Uh, snappers? Uh, no. We just miss people so Tell much. Tell all them damn kids to get off your lawn. We yeah. just we just want to wave at people on the sidewalk as they pass. Well, here's the thing: in our neighborhood, <laughs> our neighborhoods all like all the houses are are, are built on sandy lots, so uh, having green grass is basically impossible. And our our front lawn looks like crap, so we basically tried to get rid of as much of it as possible. We threw, so we're doing like a nice big patio on the front. So we can, you know, sit out there with uh, with some drinks and hang out with the neighbors and stuff. So that's what we're doing. Nice. Cool. That's California moves, man. No yeah. one out here is a fucking lawn. We don't have the goddamn water. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we we yeah we we kind of technically don't either, but we do have some neighbors with really great green lawns. They spend a bunch of money and and put a lot of water on it, and they really they really shouldn't. But I've always wanted a house with a porch. This is the closest I'm going to get to that. Yeah. So. <laughs> It'll look good when it's done, but right now, holy crap, my hands are like raw and my back is sore. Victor, how's your day? A uh, week? How's your week? <laughs> <laughs> my days have been crazy, uh, but uh, yeah, actually, uh, all week's been uh, crazy because it was leading up because it's a it's a four day long weekend for for us. Yeah. Uh, with the mandated four day long weekends, uh, this summer at my company. So, uh, it's, it's a good thing, but it's mm-hmm. also a bad thing because the rest of the clients that we support don't have a long day weekend mm-hmm. and, and they don't even have a three day, a long weekend. So for me, it just means like, a you know, 400 emails on Tuesday in my inbox, uh, that, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So, yeah. so it just, it was just working a little harder than uh, the normal this week. And, uh, just had one of those, you know, 7 a.m. Uh, uh, meetings where you, I have to I had to present to all the heads of every single country we support and stuff like that. So it's a bit stressful. I thought I would be super nervous because I I usually get a little nervous in those scenarios, but uh, it went well, and uh, I feel very very relieved now. So oh, so so that yeah. It's all the and, hours uh, you've logged on the produce stand that's per- prepared. Yeah, you for well, that. that's just that's just <laughs> it. You know, all this public speaking, yeah. public but not so public speaking. Um, <laughs> And uh, it's my son's birthday tomorrow, so hmm. uh, kind of busy running around, making sure that uh, all the presents are ready and, and Happy all birthday, that. Happy birthday, William. How old's he? He's going to be 18. 18. Oh, my. Oh. Lord Tundren. Lord Tundren. One, <laughs> one more year until he can go to the bars. Oh, dear. That's just it. Uh, Matt, uh, oh, but and to add, to add to our preparation too, next week we're off. We have vacation. So, uh, yeah, there's that too that we, we have to prep for. Right. Matt, how's your week? On theme, I'll say lots of <laughs> interesting things. Uh, my Tim, the tool, Matt Taylor, uh, didn't get any better this week. I was, uh, took on a couple little projects around the house and, uh, I swear I'm normally pretty good at things, but I, my track record is not looking so good. Uh, I'll give you two examples of what happened this week. So example one, uh, we have some tiles in our kitchen that go down our hallway and they're one foot by two foot tiles and a couple of them need to be replaced. When we, when we did some other work earlier this year, um, it just left sort of a gap in a couple of tiles. So we had to fix them and I've left it off. So finally I knocked them out. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fine. It took me a bit. They're pain in the ass, but I got them out. Um, and then went in the garage to pull out the replacement tiles I had only to find out that the entire case of replacement tiles was in fact just scraps from the original job. Therefore I did not have replacement tiles. So I've just knocked out a one foot by four foot stretch of tile in my hallway with no tiles to go in it. And we bought these tiles from Costco like eight years ago, which means you can't fucking find them anywhere. So that's, that's fun. You should, you Um, should install hardwood. (laughs) 
Yeah, <laughs> I'll take anything. Final. So that was so, uh, uh, so that was fun one, and then fun two was uh, our our dryer return outside that like exhaust vent mm-hmm. outside. Yep. Um, I I, I yeah, it's getting worse. I ran into it last year with the um, snowblower, so I need to replace it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm pulling it off, and I take it off, and it's got the metal ductwork underneath, but the new attachment that I bought didn't quite fit. So I had to cut down the, the ductwork a bit or shave it down. So I did all that. And then when I went to try to, f- I'll say, force the new piece on. My hand slipped Uh-oh. and caught the razor sharp oh. metal ductwork oh. and effectively tried to remove the uh, skin from two of my fingers. Oh. So, so, so that was, so that was fun. Um, it was borderline. Do I need stitches or not? But we just, you know, threw uh, threw a couple band aids on it and yeah, some antiseptic and yeah. oh and then just God. super glue. Yeah, yeah, yeah super, super, glue. super glue on it. It's yeah. fine. Yeah, I've gone through about a whole box of band aids this week because I have to keep changing them every few hours every time I get wet or something because it's pretty it's pretty gnarly. But uh, you know, okay, it's, it's, well, it's good, good times. Give us a quick neighbor update. Is, have they sold yet? Uh, I think they're probably about to take offers. Uh, we did do auditions this, this weekend. <laughs> um, there was one I intervened on. <laughs> what? Um, well, there was, there no, was no, couple. you cannot they, they, live here. You cannot live here. Well, they started off. There's a train track behind my house, but they started off nice. Oh, and you're talking. And the, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it seemed like a good thing. And then I started realizing the questions they were asking about the trains is because it sounded like they wanted to turn the property into a triplex. Which means three rentals, Ooh. three separate families, no. one big shared driveway. And uh-uh. immediately said that I said, "Oh, the train! It's terrible. Yeah. It's it's loud. It shakes the whole damn house." And in fact, they're done. And this is you know half truth, but they're about to improve it so that they're now running all day long. So that train is about <laughs> to be an all day, every day thing. And yeah, it's not great for renters. And they're like, "Okay, fair enough, thanks." You and they might- left. I'm like, "Oh wow." You might yeah. have Victor as a neighbor he now. Dodge, he dodged the police. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just get Victor to move in. That's no, I'll take a Victor. <laughs> I don't know. Be careful what you ask for. Awesome. Welcome. How was your week? Uh, my week's been pretty good. I mean, you know, last week I was all about um, promoting the, the live show ticket sales for right. Letterkenny Live. Yeah, and- you had a busy week. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, it's been good actually. You know, been answering people's questions, been trying to do my best to make sure people get to keep their seats, people get to upgrade their tickets if they need to. Um, a lot of people bought on the secondary market, you know, mm-hmm. so like StubHub and SeatGeek and stuff like that, and that makes it a little more complicated, but. Um, for the most part, I think people are pretty happy with what they got. And I, I hope I get to have a hand in that. I, I hope you have tickets. I do. Okay. I do have tickets for San Francisco. <laughs> Very good. When's that? That is, um, March 13th, actually, which is the same date that it was last year. Just a, a different day of the week. Right. That's a really ambitious tour they've got going there. That's a lot of dates and forty fucking stops. 40 and stops, five so. of those stops have two shows per yeah. per night. And, wow. and it's not like a matinee at noon or two and then an evening show. It's like a show at six or seven and then a show at nine. Wow. And it's a 90 minute show. So they do have a break, but like just 
based on my time in community theater, I wouldn't want to do that shit. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> That's brutal, man. The turnaround on that is going to be hard. They're barely going to have time to chuck down a bottle of water, change costumes and get the fuck back out there. Well, as long as they stay hydrated, I think they'll do all right. <laughs> I, I hope so. <laughs> oh, my uh, we got our tickets, so I'm very excited. And and uh, the the, the uh, show in Kitchener is oh. the first show to kick off the tour, so hopefully they'll be nice and fresh and wide eyed and ready to go. And uh, and I can't wait. Great. Did you uh, manage to get VIP ticks? Or? Well, I got we got the gold level, whatever that is. I haven't heard back from the. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to get uh, media passes, but they haven't returned my call yet. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um. I they're they've amended a lot of what they're doing mm-hmm. with the live tour. Um, one of the things that uh, people who bought tickets in 2019 were looking forward to was the meet and greets, which uh, was part of the gold VIP package, mm-hmm. but not the silver or bronze VIP package. But uh, for health and safety reasons, the meet and greet has been suspended. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they're still doing the Q&A session, but mm-hmm. that's, you know, socially distanced and yeah. they take questions ahead of time, which we will be soliciting questions for the Q&A through the subreddit. So keep an eye out for that. Very cool. All awesome. right. Uh, we just lost Matt. He said he had to go somewhere. He'd be right back. So awesome. I'm going to we're going to need your help on this. And you're going to play the role of Matt. Tanya, would you like a coffee? Yes. <laughs> Victor, would you like a coffee? I'd have a coffee. Awesome. Would you like a coffee? I'm surprised we're not having a coffee right now. <laughs> Great. Because right now uh, we're serving <laughs> diabolical coffee at the produce stand. It's devilishly good coffee and diabolically awesome swag. Awesome. You're awesome for, for knowing how to answer that. <laughs> if you're a coffee lover, regardless of your taste or preference, they have an option for you. Whole bean, coarse, and standard grind espresso. They even have a K-cup option. And now for the entirety of season seven, you can use a promo code produce stand for 10% off any coffee or merch purchased at the diabolicalcoffee.com. So please support us by supporting them. Thank you, Diabolical Coffee and Eric for your support this season. And speaking of support, we have 14 new Twitter followers this week. Uh, so say hello to Tammy Newfield from Texas, Sayo Chain, uh, Nori, Nori Nader from uh, Washington, Maria uh, uh, Milla from Blue Mountain, Pennsylvania, Brooks Starrett, uh, Barry Megan, Whitney D. Crutcher from Newark, New Jersey, Jacob Desjardins, uh, Andy Coffey from Grand, Grand Rapids, Michigan, Michael B- Blaylock, uh, Not About Pod from Seattle, Flyers fans in D.C. from Washington, D.C., Twit Disturber from Ontario, <laughs> and DBQ Steelers Cookie from Dubuque, Iowa. Uh, by the way, Jacob Desjardins, um, he's a, a, a recent listener and just joined the Twitter DM group. And I just found out he's a local and we have uh, mutual friends. So, oh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, we we're chatting. Hi, Jacob. Yeah. So Jacob, thank you. <laughs> he said he's, he's on season three of our podcast, but he's watched all of letter Kenny now four times through. So welcome Jacob to the group and, uh, and uh, shout out to you. Um, and to the rest of you, thank you for following and hopefully for listening. Previously. On Letterkenny. Last week, we recapped and reviewed episode three of season seven, Nut. That episode got a fresh from Tanya and Maynard and a clearance from the rest of us. Uh, according to our scientific Twitter poll, 72.2% of you gave this one a fresh, while 22.2% wow. gave it a clearance. And there was actually uh, 5.6%, which is probably just one person, gave it a compost. 
Uh, this week we recap and review episode four of season seven, Letter Kenny versus Penny. Uh, Tanya, have you done your homework? Yes. I've done my homework. Victor, have you done your homework? I have. I think maybe Matt left us to do his homework, so uh, he, <laughs> hopefully he comes back soon. And Austin, have you done your homework? Who the fuck do you think you're talking to? <laughs> of course you do. How many pages of notes do you How have? How many times over? <laughs> Uh, many times over and I only have four pages of notes. Oh, okay. I told you I'd try and keep it under five last time. We, so. we appreciate it. I'm hoping everything's okay with Matt. Anyway, here we go. Well, don't bore us. Get to the chorus. We start with our cold open. The Hicks are in the kitchen. Katie enters and asks them why they aren't shooting an episode of Crack and Egg this week. Uh, Wayne says there are some nutsacks in the studio trying to remake Wayne's World. This sets off a discussion of how they should simmer down with all those remakes in L.A., like Hawaii 5.0, more like Hawaii 5.0. Derry thinks the show they should remake is Who's the Boss? Square Dan, Wayne, and Katie agree. Now that was a show, maybe the best show. Derry does his best Tony Dan, uh, Tony Dan's impersonation, and Wayne says, well, to be fair... Everyone does a pretty good Tony Danza impersonation. Uh, they all proceed to do their Tony Danzas. Wayne's, Wayne says uh, it's like Christopher Walken impressions. Everyone does a cr- good Christopher Walken, including Christopher Walken. Dan does his best uh, Christopher Walken and then adds that it isn't enough to get some new actors if you're going to remake a show. You got to shake things up a little. Here's my elevator's pitch. Now we've established everyone loves Who's the Boss. We have. Everyone also loves Doctor Who's. Mm, it's true, they do. So why not take two tried and true ideas and make one new one? Doctor Who's the Boss. Now see, I'd watch that. That's a one-inch pot. Yeah, that's a twofer. That's a tap-in. That's a tap-in for Eagle. That's an empty netter. That's some mashups, if you will. A layup, if you will. Doctor Who's the Boss. Now that's a show. Uh, they all start Im- uh, imitating a scene where Do- Tony Danza is Doctor Who, and they go on to brainstorm other show mashups that might work just as well. Like Roseanne. Of Green Gables. Modern Family. Feud. See, I would have gone with Modern Family Matters, just because I'm a big Urkel fan. Maybe the biggest Urkel fan here. Yeah, Stefan Urkel is a pretty good guy, too. Great dancer. Happy Days. Of Our Lives. Game of Thrones. See, I'd go dating Game of Thrones, the world's first medieval fantasy dating realities game show. That's your hooks. Full House. Hunters International. Blended families looking for new homes all over the world. That's a walk with bases loaded. Magnum P.I. Dreams of Genies. South Parks and Recreation. Orphan is the New Black. Speaker's Corner Gas. Beverly Hillbillies 90210s. Perfect Stranger Things. <laughs> the Mindy Project Runway. Larry, King of Queens. Larry, King of the Hill. Larry, Bray King Bats. Sesame Street Legal. Ooh, puppets take on difficult court cases. I'm telling you, that's like having a hammer in the eighth with an empty house. All right, there's a bunch of production notes on this one. Uh, awesome. Are you familiar with the show uh, Speaker's Corner? I am, actually, oh, yes. Wow. Huh. Ow. I was wondering, because I know City TV, <laughs> Tor- that's Toronto's uh, uh, station, um, they they did a lot of uh, franchising to other American cities. So their their concepts were, were, were used in other places. But I wasn't sure whether yeah, there, there's a, a couple of Bay Area equivalents mm-hmm. of the same thing. And like I've watched a lot of public access TV throughout my life. Right. So the, the whole the concept is pretty familiar. Yeah. So here's the concept for those who, who are, are too young to know. Folks would go uh, there. So there's like a, a booth in the, at the uh, popular corner of Toronto uh, at Queen and John Street. And folks would go in, pay a dollar and record a, a video message. Uh, then they made a TV show out of all these messages. Uh, sometimes the messages were really creative, funny, or both. Uh, many careers in Canadian entertainment began thanks to the Speaker's Corner. For example, there's a famous video of very, very young bare naked ladies performing on Speaker's Corner. Mm. But also thanks to the proximity to Toronto's nightclub district, 
it was mostly drunken shenanigans. So uh, there was a lot of that. And, and much of it couldn't even be shown on TV. So I've heard rumors that uh, City TV would make VHS reels of all the best slash worst stuff caught on Speaker's Corner and play them on loop at their Christmas parties. And as you can imagine, there's a lot of like X-rated stuff on there that uh, they oh, were. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> so those those VHSs are, are you know, about. So that was kind of like early, I guess, YouTube, you know, before the Internet, there was Speaker's Corner. And uh, the other reference uh, that you, people may not have gotten here, having the hammer in the eighth was uh, with an empty house is a curling reference, which basically means a sure score, just like a home run or a slam dunk. Uh, so if, unless you are into curling, you may not have gotten that one. Uh, so moving on, Derry says he's got a doozy. Golden Gilmore G- Gossip Girls. Uh, the other, the others all love it. It's a trifecta, like the good Doctor Who's line it is anyway. Is it anyways? Uh, Katie suggests if they did a reboot of Who's the Boss, they should really get Bruce Springsteen to star in it. And the Hicks all start doing their Tony dances again and cue the music. So that was the cold open. Tanya, what did you think? It was good. I I, I giggled. I laughed out loud. Um, it, it it had a real, it had a little, geez, Lord, I can't talk. Oh, my. Right? bad uh it had a lot of good stuff in it and uh yeah made me laugh yeah it was a lot of fun and uh it's probably what victor would consider a true cold open Mm. um you know it it has nothing to do with the rest of the episode but uh it was a lot of fun and and just hilarious that they they consider you know who's the boss high high art Uh, (laughs) that's the the one show that deserves to be remade but you know whatever it's it's fun and and uh i was i was enjoyed it i really liked the jag the whole mashup of all the of all the shows they did a pretty good job at that one uh victor what'd you think well more more importantly that wayne uh was uh urkel's biggest fan so right yeah uh, (laughs) (laughs) out of the blue (laughs) yeah uh, that's you know just trying to close my eyes like he does and trying to picture that it just wasn't coming (laughs) just to just picturing wayne sitting on a couch watching family matters is just not something that i was able to uh visualize (laughs) but uh you know that was a perfect cold open i thought it was uh witty Mm -hmm. it was charming it was uh, wasn't too long uh it was on point uh and and it had that element of me kind of trying to keep up with with them right (laughs) yes yeah as soon as you pause to try and kind of make sense of what they just said you're you're, that's it you're done (laughs) you've missed out on a bunch of stuff exactly exactly and 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 i don't like to stop and rewind and Mm -hmm. that kind of thing so i just like to kind of uh, do it in one shot. So, uh, it had that. And I feel like that's one of the elements of letter Kenny that you, you, you got to enjoy as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I really liked it. It was a, it was a classic cold mm-hmm. open for letter Kenny. Uh, yeah. uh, Matt is still not with us. Uh, we've got a search party out for him. Uh, awesome. What did, what do you think? So, uh, hold on. I have stupid pop-ups. All right. Um, <laughs> I really like the whole, concept of the the mashup titles um and i actually came up with a handful oh go for if it if you guys are interested absolutely nice. um <laughs> red green acres yes excellent That's appropriate yeah nice. i'm surprised actually they didn't do that one considering how canadian red green is yeah mm-hmm. right uh midsummer murder she wrote <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice See, I I would have pegged uh, uh, Wayne as a, as a murder she wrote kind of guy, not not a nerd. Yes. Oh God! <laughs> or, or, or driving, driving had a crush. <laughs> you know Wayne had a crush on Angela Lansbury. You just you know that. Can um, sure. <laughs> Brooklyn Deep Space Nine Nine. All right, 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's all right. <laughs> Not bad. Deep yeah. Space Nine. Yeah. No. Um. <laughs> Hercules: The Legendary Journeys to the Land Before Time. All right. Okay. That one. That one's. Uh, there's there's a lot to unpack. On yeah, that there. One. <laughs> yeah. There definitely is. And so. since, uh, since Cor- Kevin Sorbo has been canceled, I don't know about that one. <laughs> Kevin Sorbo <laughs> turned out to be a prick. Mm-hmm. Who was surprised? Put mm-hmm. your hand up. No. Well, what do you mean? What is that? Supposed, what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> Why would you think that he was a prick before? <laughs> yeah, he was just Hercules before. Well, okay, so I guess maybe if you didn't bum around sci-fi cons like I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like he's a B B level actor at best. <laughs> yeah, he didn't do yeah. much. Oh, actually, I did. Uh, I, I'm ashamed to admit I did watch a movie of his post Hercules. I think it was called The Conqueror or something like that. Uh, you know, yeah, he did a um, I, I was, Cole the Conqueror movie. Yeah, I was in a week. And he was also state. in, yeah, yeah and, and that was, he was also in a show called Andromeda. And it was like a really, oh, yeah. really, it wasn't even B sci fi, it was like C list <laughs> oh, sci fi. It was bad. <laughs> All right, coming out of the uh, cold open, we start with scene one. Uh, later on, still in the kitchen, we have a standoff between Katie and Wayne. Square the Dan and Derry uh, provide the exposition for the episode. Welcome to this year's Sister versus Brother fundraising challenge and supports of Don Cherry's Pets Rescues Foundations. Weren't you going to come up with a catchier name this year? And we were, but the only word that rhymes with sibling is nibbling. <laughs> and that gets real weird real fast. Fair. We were tossing around the ideas of calling it Wayne Loser Draw, which despite being fun to say, turns out it actually doesn't explain what the hells we're doing here. True story. story. Now, Wayne, as you are aware, Katie won last year's Doggy Dinner Theaters Challenge. Got to hand it to your sister. Bone Alone was choice. Deftly crafted and oddly poignant. I can see why audiences raped. And to you, big brother, Fiddler on the Rough was also choice. High concept and gamely delivered, but maybe a smidge too hips for the room. Katie also won the year before with the Hick or Treat Halloween Challenge. The judges ruled in her favor for her Katie Lang costume over your Wayne Strains and Automobiles. Oh yeah, you kicked my caboose. In fact... Katie is undefeated in the five-year histories, or should we say herstories, of this here's events. This proclamation gets a polite golf clap from both Derry and Squirrely Dan. Katie asks what this year's theme is. Derry announces the theme is Letterkenny versus Penny. Whomever can fill the most paint cans with pennies wins. The loser has to roll every single cent. Uh, production note there, the Royal Canadian Mint stopped producing pennies in February 4th of 2013 on account that it costs more to manufacture them than, than they're worth. So a penny in Canada it costs about a, a 1.6 cents to make. So it wasn't worth it. So we haven't had actually pennies since uh, 2013. Everything just gets rounded up to the nearest nickel. But we still have some pennies because how are you? Oh, yeah. How else are you going to play Ramoli? Exactly. Do you play Ramoli? Awesome. <laughs> I have never played Ramoli, and in fact, up until this moment, I had never heard of it. Oh, you check it out! It's a lot of fun. It's like poker and rummy, and and pennies are involved, and a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, fun fact: in most countries, it does cost more than a penny to make a penny. Yeah. Well, Just we, the rest of us haven't seen sense yet. Yeah, we 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 did something about it because what costs a penny anymore, right? Like nothing. I'm just I'm disappointed that nobody picked up on the sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I picked it up when when Wayne made it made the pun. So mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Scene number right. two. <laughs> outside Modine's three. Gail opens the bar and finds Katie waiting for her outside. Katie asks for Gail's help to beat Wayne. Katie, Gail says she's more than happy to help Katie beat Wayne off. After the unnecessary preposition, the two share an elaborate handshake and get to work. Scene three. Back at the farmhouse kitchen, Wayne's still trying to figure out how he'll beat Katie in the competition. He asks Derry and Squiddy Dan for suggestions. Wayne doesn't like any of their suggestions, and then he gets his own brainstorm. His idea is pretty straightforward. Just go door to door. Uh, Less is more. Uh, Squiddy Dan isn't sure about this idea. Door knocking can be all sorts of awkward. Well, it's a great opportunity to catch up on your small town banter as well. You ever notice you never get a straight answer out of anybody in a small town when you ask them how they're doing? I like that. Uh, Derry's concerned. He says door knocking can become hostile if it's uh, supper time or folks are getting busy. Wayne says that's why we need there. There needs to be a strategy in place. Wayne says the key is urgency. Derry, give me your wallet real quick. See, see what? Take it back. <laughs> Derry, give me your wallet. But you just gave it back to me. Derry, give me your wallet real quick. See, I believe I do. <laughs> By adding real quick to the interaction, it creates urgency, so people are less prone to think. They just do. That is incredible. Wow. I mean, the urgency was right there, and I just got to get the wall. Hey, back. Fuck up real quick. Point and proof. <laughs> Next scene, back in Modine's three. Dickens is at the bar with Gail when Katie joins them. Any for your thoughts, Jim? I was just thinking I ought to change the runner on the skid steer. Sorry, no, I meant, can you spare a penny or two? I can spare one, two, three, looking at four dollars, but I don't buy five, looking at five, oh, eight, looking at five, sold, but it don't come free. What for? I'm collecting for Don Cherry's Pet Rescue Foundation. I give annually to Noah's Bach. Get off your wallet, dick skin. It's Dickens. Well, it's in your jeans, dick skin. It's a good thing this dick skin's got thick skin, Gail. <laughs> What's the damage? Two dollar highballs. But for you, call it a buck ninety-nine. Keep the change. Your tip. Tip's my favorite part. That's insane. I'd like Taryn Taylor his Johnson. What? I'd like to Dwayne the Rock his Johnson. Dickens storms off. Uh, but that gives Gail an idea. She announces $1.99 highballs until midnight. That's a start, but Katie says that's just a drop in the bucket. Gail has some more advice for Katie. You okay with a little white lie, Miss Katie? A little white lie never hurt anyone. Here's the scoop. Most people like to give because it makes them mm, feel good. So we got to be penny wise. Make it easy for them. Okay. Not everyone gives a shit about animal rescue. You got the Tibadoos and their kind dragging sick cows around the yard by a loader and chain for fuck's sakes. Fuck you, Tibadoo. Believe it or not, some folks aren't too warm to that fella Don Cherry either. He's a national treasure. So, got to make up a new charity. That pulls mm, on their heart strings and it'll open up their purse strings. <laughs> That's a tad bit shysty, Gaylor. Who are you doing this for? The animals. They won't tell. That's true. And this just did it's fucking pennies. A little white line never hurt anyone. Both Gail and Bonnie start yelling at the patrons to get off their wallets and give uh, Katie their pennies. Next scene, the Hicks are at their first door. It's the house of Mia Sophia played by Julia Burton, who is the wife of Jay Burton, a.k.a. Tyson. So I didn't know this. Did you know this, Awesome? Of course you did. Yes, of course I knew that. <laughs> I had no idea. I looked. They're all over each other's Instagrams. Well, but I don't follow her on Instagram. And, and uh, 
Well, I do follow him, so, well, but I didn't notice that she. I, I follow him. Mm-hmm. I follow her, and I I follow Jared's wife, and oh. they're all over each other's Instagrams all the time. Oh, interesting. There you go. They're like they're really good friends. Oh, cool. Well, there's a hilarious, yeah. awkward exchange between Mia and the Hicks that involves a lot of misunderstandings with what she's saying and what she's actually meaning, and it all has to do with uh, her certain attributes. It's my chest, isn't it? Sorry? My chest. Just picked it up from a garage sale. Real conversation piece. Mm-hmm. Same with my jugs. What's that? My grandpa makes moonshine, which those are perfect for. Can you imagine my grandpa and his buddies sucking on these jugs? No. How are you now? <laughs> Good news. Are you two staring at my girls? No. no. Oh, look at you, Celan. What's up? You is. That's an awesome scene because uh, both Derry and Squirrely Dan are just looking everywhere but at her. And, and it's very funny. I had a deja vu, though. Mm-hmm. Didn't we do that once before? Um, I feel like on I've Kenny? seen that. Now, did I see it because you were watching it or uh, did I see it because it happened all like it's happened? I mean, what, like specific, before. what specifically? Yeah, because something like that's been done before, like in movies and other TV shows. So. No, like specifically on Letter Kenny. Mm. I feel you sure like you I, weren't watching Airplane or uh, no, or no, Naked no, Gun. No, no, or, or hot I shots feel like that. Exa- hot shots. It must have been something that I walked in and 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 saw you watching the last little bit of the the show. It's possible. Anyway, uh, just then two other girls emerge from behind Mia Sophia. The exchange continues. Wayne finally gets around to business. He tells Mia that he's collecting for Don Cherry's Pet Rescue Foundation. Mia says her dad loves Don Cherry. They actually share the same last name, so she calls him Papa Cherry. Um, Wayne asks if Mia has ever seen any of the Naked Gun or Hotshot movies or the Airplane movies (laughs) on account of all the double entendre happening during their conversation. She is not. Wayne asks if she's had she has any pennies to contribute real quick, and Mia brings her brings out her two big cans. <laughs> it's a great scene. Scene six, back at Modine's three, Katie is collecting pennies from all the guys by naming different charities that she thinks will appeal to them, but she's having no luck collecting from the ladies. Gail suggests Katie arrange a little something for the ladies, so Kay, uh, Katie uh, makes a call for backup. Next scene, the Hicks arrive at Coach's front door. Wayne and Coach exchange some inane small talk, which takes a bit of a turn. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Look at what the cat dragged in. That's better than what the cat coughed up. Right before curiosity killed it. <laughs> Your toesies must be frozies. Just like my nosies. How are you now? Well, I'm about two points above average. Oh, two's better than one last time I checked. It's a beautiful day out. Too nice. Well, I'd complain, but who would listen? <laughs> my wife, Barbara, she was an amazing listener. Tell you what, I'm collecting pennies for the United Wayne real quick. Give me a sec. Tell you what, I'll give you two. Two's better than one. <laughs> Coach comes back with a large jug of pennies. Then after a little more small talk, Wayne takes his leave. Next scene, back at Modine's three. Okay, hold oh, on. Go ahead. I got to say something. Mm-hmm. Did anybody else get like massive Norman Bates vibes <laughs> off Coach <laughs> in that scene? Sure, especially when Wayne leaves and he and he calls out to Barb. Yes, Barb, I'm coming. I'm going to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's all. Like you know, because Tanya's Barb's like, Tanya's dusty. like, she's confused. Well, isn't Bar- Barb dead? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yes, she's dead. On? She's very dead. And uh, yeah, Barb's <laughs> dusty, dusty carps is somewhere in that flat, probably wearing her wedding dress. Yes. Oh. Oh man. 
that was terrifying because it came out right before Halloween. And I remember staying up and waiting to watch it and then having watching that scene and then thinking I'm never sleeping again. And he's so good in <laughs> Happy that. Happy Halloween, motherfuckers. He, he, he turns on a dime where he gets almost teary eyed when he's talking about Barb and then Wayne uh, says, do you have any pennies real quick? And he turns on a dime and like back to chipper kind of oh, inane yeah. Yeah, no, You can see him like mentally yeah. shifting gears yeah, he and did. it's a rough shift. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> I if you can't find him, grind him. <laughs> he's on, he's on Fargo, right? I haven't seen Fargo though. Does he? Yeah, he is. Which, he's in which, Fargo. Which, which, which season? I don't know. Or do you I think three. Movie? Oh, no, no, no. The I think he's in series three or four, or possibly both. Mm. Okay. So does he play a, a a comedic character in that too, or is it more serious? Because it looks like he's actually got uh, some acting chops, like not just comedy. No, no, Forward does have some genuine acting chops. I haven't actually seen Fargo, but from the reviews and stuff that I've talked about with my friends, no, it's um, it's not. It's more of a um incidentally comedic right yeah like it's, the movie like the movie like it's to be dramatic yeah. yeah but he does have some some funny bits mm, interesting i might have to check that out <laughs> scene number eight back in modine's three katie's backup arrives in the form of riley and jonesy katie asks them to go around to all the ladies in the bar and ask for pennies for whatever charity they need to make up well and jonesy thinks this is a bit shysty uh but then a group of snipes walks past them and they agree to help for katie's sake of course Next up, the Hicks are in McMurray's kitchen. Wayne and McMurray do their usual talk over each other bit, but Wayne quickly seizes control and helps McMurray navigate to the point of their visit, but not before some more inane small talk, which McMurray quickly makes uncomfortable as he does. Got all these pennies, and yet the wife still says I ain't got any sense. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Say, do me a favor, all right? Literally anything. You take care. On one condition. Uh-oh, what's that? You do the same. Your terms are acceptable. Same as sperms are, too. <laughs> too much fun. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> Murray is a fucking ruiner. He just ruins things. So that's like, that's, he can't help it. It's a compulsion. Yeah. Well, Coach did the same, though, right? Both, both uh, conversations went from stupid small talk to, well, in Coach's case, uncomfortable sadness. <laughs> and in McMurray's case, just uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, next scene, back of Modine's Man. three, Ryle and Jonesy are attempting to use their charms to coax pennies from the female clientele. But in the end, they just ask the boys to take their tarps off, which they do. And then the women start throwing pennies at them. Uh, scene 11, the Hicks wait outside the front doors of a duplex. Wayne shouts out real quick and out come joint boy and Tyson from each door, each with a bag of pennies for Wayne. Uh, then we get a musical montage of the Hicks filling their paint cans with pennies and Katie filling her paint cans at Modine's three. Next scene, Wayne is at the church with Glenn. He says the magic words real quick. And, well, it's Glenn, so. Well, I've been saving these up in the hopes that one day I'd have enough to go on a pilgrimage to Bethlehem so that I could see the actual spot where the Virgin M gave birth to the baby J. I call this my virgin mother load. <laughs> now, I would like you to take this load in front of God and all his angels. Take my load, Wayne. Wayne, take my load in the church. Too much. Unbelievable. 
uh, back to the montage of Hicks filling up paint cans and at Modine's uh, Riley and Jonesy are now on their knees shirtless while women throw pennies at them. Dickens comes by to give Katie a donation and a judgmental look. Next scene at the kitchen, the Hicks are admiring the fruits of their labor. It's a great haul, but Wayne doesn't want to underestimate Katie, so he wants to keep his foot on the gas. Their next stop is a skid's lair. Stewart scoffs, scoffs at the idea of donating anything to that barbarian Don Cherry. Rold chimes in. He's been collecting pennies his whole life. Rold reveals his mother load of pennies. Wayne is impressed with uh, Rold's load. Well, I'd be happy to give you my load, Wayne. You'd have to earn it, of course. Uh, coax it out of me. Tell you what, I need a few things done around my place. That would be a fair trade. This load. Like what? My tub needs to be recocked. One of the cabinet doors in my kitchen is making this noise like <laughs> every time you open it. The mosquito netting around my canopy bed has a tear in it. The handles on my vanity are jiggly. <laughs> my bone china. Sturgold. I hadn't finished yet. Yes, you did. I can smell it. Oh my That's God. the line of the episode. Uh, scene 14. How did they get through that without just cracking up every oh time? I'm sure multiple takes. <laughs> scene 14. At Modine's, Katie, Gail, uh, Riley, and Jonesy admire the fruits of their labor. Next scene. Back at the farmhouse kitchen, the two competitors compare their hauls. Solid haul, big brother. Yep. Well, there's nothing to scoff at either. They're half full. Ever the optimist. But this is clearly your year. Mm-hmm. I'm really happy for you, big brother. Katie heads up to bed, leaving Wayne, Derry, and Squirty Dan in the kitchen. It seems Wayne isn't enjoying his victory as much as he thought he would. Uh, Wayne is next scene. Wayne is back at the skids lair. What's your fucking name again? Rolled. What needs recocked? What needs recocked? Cocked. Fuck. Cocked. Say it again. Cocked. Say it again. Fuck's sake. Let me show you to my bathtub. Back at the farmhouse kitchen the next morning, Katie comes down from her room. Derry and Squirly Dan are still counting. Katie looks at her pile of paint cans. There are many more cans than there were the night before. Where did these come from? I don't know, Katie. Impressive works, Miss Katie's. Wayne. Katie. Do you know anything about these pennies? Fuck a duck. Looks like you hit the mother load. Let's keep counting. No, no, I think we're done here. She wins. What? Are you counterfeiting? I'd counter with forfeiting, yes. Are you calling it, Wayne? Well, look at the size of her pile. It's way bigger. I mean, it just makes sense. <laughs> wee, yo, wee, yo. Well, then, it's official. Katie wins. Big Brother, I don't know what you did, but you definitely did something. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, but I do know that you won fair and square again. You're a good boy. And most importantly, more good boys and good girls get homes as a result. So if you'll excuse me, I should get rolling. More hands make less work. In for a penny. In for a pound. And we fade to black. All right. It is time to discuss this episode. Uh, we still don't have Matt. Uh, he's, he's having some uh, issues. And uh, is he going to join us again? Maybe I, I no, I don't believe so. I'm just uh, asking him if he'd like to uh, give his rating. Send his rating. Yeah, he's uh, having some. Uh, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. He'll be uh, if he can join us. Great. If not, hopefully he can uh, just text us his rating. Uh, let's start with uh, oh, Tanya. You're first. <laughs> All right. Um, rating. Rating. 
Or just review? Just uh, oh, discuss. No, no, just yeah, your review. thoughts. I thought you said review. I'm yeah. like, what? Sorry. I, I missed something. Um, I, I I really did like it. I uh I I love um I love how awkward uh some of Wayne's um um visits were. Uh he he did really get the majority of the 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 worst people um to to see. Um I love Gail in the oh my god, her and the whole like the like there's so many sound effects in this episode that just made me laugh so hard some of them were very uncomfortable they were they couple, were uncom- a couple from rolled were and just like rolled was, yeah he made a lot of sound effects too um but uh, oh my god it just it just it, it makes it even better so um yeah for for what uh yeah i liked it mm-hmm. yeah this was a fun episode wow like uh, and i mean I'll say it again i always love episodes where they involve everyone in the cast mm-hmm. and this one they I can't think of anyone that they left out other than Mrs. McMurray. All the, all of them were there, including Gail, Glenn Dickens. It was just, it was beautiful. And, and so much, and coach so much fun. And well, uh, they all, we uh, could have had Tannis. You're right. Actually, she's the only one who, who, oh, yeah. who was left out, um, which is interesting. I also wanted to ask, where was this in the world of Don Cherry? Had, had that whole explosion happened? No, it hadn't no. happened. But- so this was previous, this was shot the year before. Oh, okay. And then oh. right a month after it, this debuted, it, that's when, uh, Don Cherry was uh, released from contract. Right. I mean, but leading up to it, they was, were kind of referencing. Yeah, because because he's not everyone's favorite. The him losing his or, or getting released from his contract wasn't a one t- like it wasn't the only thing. Right. There were a lot of episodes leading, leading up, up to, to it. it. So yeah. there was already a divide of people who hmm. who were for Don Cherry and who were against Don Cherry. So the yeah. fact that they they alluded to that, um, but still, like I mean. He's, uh, we won't get into it because, you know, unless if you're Canadian, I mean, unless you're awesome and or Canadian, <laughs> you don't know who he is and you don't care. Um, but, you know, the guy was a very high profile guy in this country and uh, and had a very high profile. Said a lot of controversial things. Said a lot of controversial things. Career. And uh, and at the in the end, he finally got uh, canceled. But I mean, was he canceled or was he just really, really old and probably should have retired 20 years ago? And uh, this was the last straw that, that, you know, made it happen. Right. So anyway. Ding, 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 ding. Um, yeah. So this is a fun episode. I loved it. Lots of uh, stuff. I had a, I had um something in my head and it's gone now. I should have probably written it down. Um, damn it. Let's, let's move on. Victor, what, how did, what did you think of this episode? <laughs> it just broke my train of thought. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought the episode was near perfect. I, mm-hmm. I, I really, really, enjoyed. it was a classic letter. Kenny. Um, it, I mean, uh, it was nice that they gave us what the premise was going to be about. Mm-hmm. So it was nice to kind of follow and understand why they're going <laughs> and collecting pennies. So that was nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, that's a cheeky comment. And, um, uh, I, I, there was just so many good scenes. Uh, there was, I, there's the, the one that I kind of thought mm, you guys could have tried harder when they, when they had two identical, not two identical tropes and, and kind of two scenes where, where they, they went with, um, uh, uh, what's, uh, the load trope was to kind right. of, uh, 
and and it's like with the two gay guys you know what i mean like right, come right. on yeah. <laughs> come on mix it up mm-hmm. mix it up let's let's uh you know get a little variety there so i felt that that was a little uh you know they could have tried harder on that but that aside i thought it was just a near perfect episode really mm-hmm. if i were to pick one thing to maybe harp on and this is just i, I would be nitpicking is uh Katie uh, resorting to lying about charities to get pennies. Mm-hmm. I, it it kind of seemed against that, her. Character. That offended you more than uh, using uh, Riley and Jonesy as. Uh, uh, no, no, that's typical letter letter Kenny uh, bait and switch, right? That the, they they were playing the the what, what do you call them himbos? Uh, so they were playing the yeah. the, the male uh, bimbo. Uh, role there and, and yeah, uh, but neither is good <laughs> no you're right N- neither is good but at the same time you know uh they're they're just uh turning up uh, flipping expectations but didn't you feel sorry for them <laughs> i felt sorry for them their yeah. facial expressions well, kind of made little, it yeah yeah i did a little bit because like yeah like you're saying their their facial expressions made it seem like they weren't best pleased by that yeah. Yeah. situation like maybe they had been like learning a lesson about objectification and how it's not a nice thing mm-hmm. yeah so i mean i think the tables were turned on them and and they maybe learned a lesson by doing it but they were also compliant and willing to to do it so uh uh, there's that. Yeah, because that's now. That's wait a the second. They always take with Katie. <laughs> Katie wears the strap in that right. relationship. So again, if, if I were to pick, if I were to pick something to nitpick at, it would just be that Katie kind of resorting to the lying and and deception because Gail suggested it, and also yeah. using Riley and Jonesy in that way. So that was that was a bit off putting, but very minor. Like everything else, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. with you there, Victor. Everything else was just really brilliantly funny. Yeah. Uh, and it's not the first time Katie, uh, you know, disappoints us every now and then yeah. with not showing her best side. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, awesome. What did you think of this episode? We we got a Matt. Uh, I don't know whether you want to oh, answer Matt. Yeah. Uh, so, well, he's given us his rate. So we're not at ratings yet. So when we get to ratings, he's given us his rating and his MVP. I don't think um, he he's saying who has that many pennies. Yeah, that's true. Well, we've got. Well, we've got a small jar of them upstairs, but yeah. And that it was a fun episode. Mm-hmm. He wishes that he was here and he's uh, apologetic that uh, he's missing it. Yeah, he's under a certain amount of distress right now. <laughs> oh, please let him know. I hope everything's okay. Everything will be fine. Everything will pass in time. It, it's probably passing okay. through real fast right now. That's, <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it at that. Oh. That's okay. terrible to say. What? <laughs> I don't think there's anything bad to say that he has food poisoning. Okay, that's it. He, so he he's gotten hit with a bout of food poisoning. He says, "Tell awesome she's awesome, and feel free to make fun at my expense." So hey, <laughs> we have the green light. We can make fun of uh, Matt not being able to get off the shitter uh, right now. Everybody, Shorzy, get off the shitter. <laughs> oh my God, Shorzy! We should so play him a clip and and send it to him. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, every time we mention Matt's name, you need to edit in a fart. Yeah. <laughs> or not just a fart, one of those, you know, when, dumb and dumber type of farts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah like Shorzy on the bog, just sharding into oblivion. Yeah, it's too bad I don't like editing, or else I'd be doing all that stuff you guys are talking. <laughs> all right, awesome. What did you think of this episode? 
I love this episode. Um, <laughs> it's we don't ever actually see get to see Wayne and Katie in opposition like we get to see in this episode mm-hmm. where they're going up against each other. Um, and even though they're on opposing sides, what's really interesting is that we get to see a lot of the ways in which they're alike, as well as a lot of the ways in which they, they differ in their approach to mm-hmm. this challenge. Um, well, uh, one of the things I find interesting to your point earlier about Katie being slightly out of character, um, she it, does. It, you know what? It may Dale not be out of character because, because to, to Victor's point, she has kind of disappointed us in the past with some of her behavior. So maybe this is not a character. Maybe she is a user. Um, I, you know, people, I, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't actually think so. Um, she does take Gail's suggestion, but um, so we've already seen the the Valentine's Day episode, right? Yeah. And, and Katie specifically mentions that uh, half these dipshits were in my grade two class. Does that include Gail? Like, because she comes to Gail for help and then they have that, like, secret handshake friendship dance. That's the fucking handshake from the Parent Trap movie. You don't choreograph (laughs) a special handshake with a friend while you're an adult. You do that while you're a kid. Right. True. So that's that's showing that they've known each other since for that long. Yeah, exactly. And and. Katie's first instinct is to call Gail's plan shysty, but for some reason, she feels like she needs a leg up this year. Mm-hmm. You know, so she's she's feeling like she has to go the extra mile in order to get one over on Wayne this time for whatever reason. I'm I'm not sure what that is. It's not really established. But then at the end of the episode. You do see Katie sincerely congratulating Wayne on his victory, but she's not happy. It, it no, because she's, she's spoiled. But very, it, it looks like Wayne does no, everything in his power to it. to make her happy. I don't. I don't think that's it. I think. <laughs> She may not have won this, anything legitimately in her life ever. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, mm-hmm. the way this. No, no, went. no. I think that this being a break in the pattern, mm-hmm. as it, in conjunction with, she's not in a relationship, and she hasn't been for a long time in the show. Mm-hmm. Wayne is in a relationship. That relationship is moving forward in a way that she's not ever been able to access up to this point she feels like he is leaving her behind he's moving forward in his life and she's just treading water and and Hmm. i think while she is genuinely happy for her brother she's upset about her circumstances because she doesn't see any way out of it and wayne being the kind of guy that he is, he sees that she's unhappy and he, his first instinct is, well, I don't like that. So he goes out of his way to make her happy the only way that he can. He goes to cock roll see- tub. <laughs> <laughs> no, and we've seen before that she is a genuinely competitive person, right? Like the mm-hmm. whole spelling bee episode. Mm-hmm. Right. 
but even then there wayne's doing everything to support her like she's she's got heavy support wayne is supporting her Mm -hmm. but he's not winning the spelling before her he's trying to fucking eliminate cheating Mm -hmm. that's not the same thing he's looking out for his younger sister i i get it but uh yeah it, yeah. it, it, it does seem she gets her way when she wants it. And then she's also a bit of a user of people. So, you know, Katie is. I mean, yeah, isn't... she uses, uh, she uses what Riley and Jonesy, but honestly, I think that's just the dynamic of their relationship. Mm-hmm. She doms them mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, is she runs the whole group of Hicks. Yeah. She's the one with the brain cell. You know, they all look to her, mm-hmm. even Wayne. Um, like, think about that the Easter episode, right? Mm-hmm. She tops the shit out of him at the kitchen table. Like, no, the whole no buts conversation. Katie is in charge in that family. Yeah. And that's the way that he likes it, because if he didn't like it, he'd have some shit to say about it. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't. So that's just how they work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think that means she uses people. I think that means that's just the dynamic that they're comfortable with. Yeah. I mean, well, we'll see. And she definitely uses Riley and Jonesy. Um, we'll see if she, she exhibits that behavior with anybody else. Uh, can we move on to ratings or, or did you have all your points there? Um, oh, wait, I have a, a couple more. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, uh fiddler on the rough i need this from the very bottom of my dog loving jewish soul i need this give me it jared kizo if you're listening to this fucking film it i want to see gus waving his little arms in the air going tradition like Tevya. Okay. Put him in a vest, make that shit happen. I need it. 2020 was a shit of a year. Give me this. It will cure my depression. Linda, <laughs> and then also Linda, uh, Linda and I did a rewatch of Fiddler on the Roof uh, about a month ago. That was uh, oh, so, yeah, much yeah. Fun. Yeah, so much fun. I'm going to admit <laughs> something right that now. Musical. I'm not proud of, but I've never seen Oh, you're missing out. And you're, you're the really, it's fuck one of the are you even doing in this conversation? Oh, I've never, oh, I've get never, one of the greatest. One of the greatest. I've never. I don't even know what it's about. <laughs> There's a fiddler and he's on a roof. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh my god! I know. No, I, I, I should rectify that. I will rectify that. So it's a musical, you say? Is <laughs> it, it a book? It's oh, not, shit. Yeah, it's not really a musical. It's mm-hmm. it's a movie with musical. Okay. And it, uh, is no. there is there only like one well, version? Okay, so the play the play? play is a musical. It's a play. Yeah. Okay, so what did you watch with Linda? And Victor? there was a film version of the play. Okay. Mm. During yeah. Zero Mustel. All right. Well, I'll, I'll look it up and 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 rectify that because I do feel you know uh, left out of this conversation because I had no idea what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. I yeah. get that it's a play no, on that, the, um, on the title, but that's all I got out of that that bit there. Yeah, and then I want to point out, like, Wayne's got 
a deep-seated compulsion towards punnery like he legitimately oh, cannot help the, himself the, the dad jokes are strong with him for sure and and the small talk the innate like, small talk all of it is uh, sadly and and i'm uh, again ashamed to admit i'm i'm guilty of using at least every single one of those <laughs> uh puns in, the architect of your demise in, well except for that one uh but all the other ones uh at least you know um those terms are, are are agreeable or whatever yeah i've used them all yeah i've used them all um okay so i i now have to bring up the whole who's a good boy exchange mm-hmm. Wayne's Katie's puppy. idea of intimidating Wayne is giving him bedroom eyes. Like that's that's messed that's up. That's fucking weird, and that's, they're fucking weird. That's messed up. <laughs> um, and that no, okay. So then you know the like the little growl and then the boof that he does. Mm-hmm. Bet you a dollar that's Jared Kizo's impression of his own fucking dog. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. Uh, yeah. And then the only other thing I have to say is um, because we covered the whole thing with coach and being fucking weird and he's mm-hmm. fucking weird. Um, yeah. No. How fucking cute is it that Ch- Tyson and JB have a duplex? Yeah. And they live right beside each other. And yeah, they, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's a yeah, lot. Yeah. yeah. Now. Okay. Hold on. Let's take bets. Um, hands up. If you think half of that duplex is a girl house and they actually live in the other half together. <laughs> it's, like, it's obviously joint boys half. Yes. Let's be real. Half of that duplex is a fucking girl. Oh, my. We'll have to go to, to Sudbury and try to find that place and see. <laughs> exactly. Road trip. <clears throat> All right. All right, yeah, there well, we go. Let's move on to ratings. Tanya, what do you give this one? Fresh clearance or compost? It's a fresh. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It was. Uh, it was a great. You are sugarcoating it. You're giving it a fresh. It's. It, it was a great episode. It made me no. laugh. Um, there was nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I. I. I loved. Uh, yeah. It was. It was great. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm short uh, and sweet tonight. Yeah. And <laughs> I agree with you. It's there's nothing wrong with this episode. This is a throw. This episode could have been in the first three seasons and it, it would have belonged, uh, which is weird because the way this season's gone so mm. far, uh, you know, it's kind of left us kind of cold. But this one is a genuine throwback letter. Kenny episode. Yeah, they 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 st- like like Victor said, they stated the the premise up front. They stuck to it. It was a great premise. It involved all the all the favorite characters minus Tannis. Uh, we miss you, Tannis. Um, and uh, so much fun. Uh, so much in, innuendo, like uh, just from everything from the, the yeah, from from the 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 visit with Mia to uh, to roll to Glenn. It was all just it was perfect. So, yes, it's definitely a fresh for me. And how come puppies are called tits? Yeah, I was wondering. I was wondering if you could bring that up, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Never heard I've of a puppy called a tit. That. I, I feel like they just did that so that they okay. could keep keep that going. I'm like, uh, I think heard they of just that reference. Yeah, I, I know the saying "Don't be a tit." Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Though I don't. Again, I'm not sure why that's a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, but I I've never heard of puppies being referred to as tits. Oh, I understood it. At mm-hmm. least I yeah. understood what there's they meant, the Twitter but, pool. Has yeah. anyone referenced a puppy as a tit? 
Okay, I'll I'll put I, it down. I feel like no one's gonna no one's gonna, gonna bite on that one. It, never yeah. in my life if I ever heard. Okay, that. well then, if Awesome has never heard of it, then it's not a thing. I think they just needed to keep the, the <laughs> they just needed to keep the pun going and and uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, they needed that Peter Stellar shtick to yeah. keep going on. And who says tits? Yeah, no. like, who, who says who says tits? I, like in in real life, people say tits, right? That's a bit of a cru- yes. it's, it's not right. So it's got some cr- cr- crudeness to it, but yeah. I don't think people say no, tits. No, no. Okay, hold on. I don't say tits. Okay, having worked on a ranch, right? Mm. The word T E A T that people well, use to refer yeah. to yeah. No, no. Yeah, it's not. It it's not. No, it's not supposed to be said teat. Oh. That's that's really modern. It's tit. T e a t is pronounced tit. And when oh. you're milking something, you grab their tits mm-hmm. and My you milk them. <laughs> but do you <laughs> like whether it's to- goats? Victor, are you blushing? Whether it's goats or sheep <laughs> I, or I cows, don't, I'm, I'm learning you, new things. Right but now. do you refer to tit at, or tit as as something other than animal and milking? Like, would you say? I, that person's being I real tit. And I, I have a small theory on on um, why somebody useless is called a tit mm. because of the expression useless as tits on a bull. Or, or tits on a nun is another one. That was from the episode. Yeah, I guess. Mm. But it, no, the expression is um, that dude's useless as tits on a bull. So mm. I think that got shortened to he's a tit. Okay. Yeah, makes huh. sense. Sure, especially right. given the farm boy angle, that would make. Are there tits on bulls? Yes, yeah. I gotta look that up. No, oh, okay. Technically, yes, they all have nipples because they're mammals. Mm-hmm. But unless you do some heavy hormonal therapy intervention, <laughs> no, they're useless. Huh. All right, Victor. <laughs> what do you think, give this episode? I I think they're necessary for aesthetics. Um, what, <laughs> I I think this episode is an easy, easy, easy fresh. Uh, That's a it, lot of easies there. Yeah, uh, I it's it's uh, obviously the best episode of this season so mm-hmm. far. Mm-hmm. It is it is, um, and and I and we knew it was going to come. Mm-hmm. We just had to be patient. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, but uh, my goodness, there's so many great scenes for me, uh, Mia's and and the coach, uh, those two, especially Glenn. Uh, I, they're all good scenes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just all good scenes. Like I said, I, I didn't like that they used uh, the mother load or not the mother load, but the load trope uh Twice. Like in a row yeah. to, it's not just twice but one after another right. and yeah. and and of course to the two gay guys right mm-hmm. so i thought i thought that was a little cheap but uh who, but that's what, who, what i what are gonna do who used it better glenn or rolled because uh, glenn's was great uh but rolled's is pretty good too i don't know i don't know that's good and I, that's probably what they you know they felt like ah let's just use both of them they're both uh they're both <laughs> i think great. i'd give the edge to glenn just because he was in church <laughs> it's like this take my mother look. take it take yeah. it in church take it before yeah. god it was just I, i'd have to agree take with my you. mother load yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'd have to agree with you, and and so they 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 could have uh, twisted things a little uh, differently with Rawls, but uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so easy fresh, uh, no doubt about it. All right, uh, so uh, do we have a rating from Matt? Yes, from, we do from the bathroom. Oh, am I giving that one <laughs> uh, from the dear Lord from from the throne? Uh, Hope, hopefully, hopefully it's not tainted. Oh man, Matt's giving his. <laughs> 
Um, oh, he's giving his MVP. Uh, one moment, please. Going through. Oh, uh, so he's saying it was a fresh. There we go. Wondrous. Oh, my God. Season seven's first unicorn. Oh, my God. And like clockwork, Victor changes his background to the unicorn. Yes. I had a feeling. I had a feeling watching this one that that it was going to be a. a unicorn. It was great. Yeah, it was a great it episode. Great. Yeah. All right. Awesome. The uh, pressure's off you. You don't need. You know, we have consensus for unicorn, but uh, you can let us know what you thought of this episode. Well, obviously, I think this one's a fresh. Um, <laughs> if we're going back a minute or two to our discussion of uh, Glenn versus Rold, I think Rold's little sound effects kind of edge it out for They're him. They're so uncomfortable. Yeah. Just, just... Yes, that's the point, And I yeah. love them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then also, like, so Wayne is very uncomfortable being objectified right like yes. we know this this is established fact and yet he even knowing what rolled is going to do he still voluntarily goes to rolled to get katie the pennies like even knowing that that rolled is going to be like creeping on his arse all night long he still does that he subjects himself to that thing that he finds most uncomfortable in order to make katie happy like and i just uh. so these two are my favorites they're my favorite dynamic they're mm-hmm. my favorite characters and i <laughs> i love everything about their relationship and <laughs> I want to see it explored more in the next two series, hopefully, fingers crossed, right? Um, but it, so many times on TV, you see characters with siblings and they do nothing but bicker and squabble. And it's very, very clear that the writers themselves mm-hmm. don't have siblings and they don't know what they did back. Uh oh. Oh, oh no. no! She's frozen to no. Now we're down to three. <laughs> then there are three. Oh man! How many monkeys jumping? In maybe there? maybe Matt flushed and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the undertow. Oh, the man. undertow uh, took uh, awesome. Oh, well, hopefully yeah. we get awesome back. Uh, in the meantime, um, top fives. Uh, Tanya, does this make your top five list? Are we doing MVP? Not, uh, usually MVP is after top five. Oh, top five. Um, you have I a relationship. Given that a thought. Fuss at the golf course. Dick slip out. Valentine's Day bush party season. Mm, I'm gonna say nope. No, nope. yeah, it doesn't make mine either. Uh, it's a great episode. It would be in my top ten, but uh, not a top. My top five is pretty solid. Victor, does this make your top five? Uh, we'll have to run down the list. Okay. Um, where are you? Here we go. Uh, Dick slip outs. Your number one relationships. Yes, uh, number two. It sure uh, is. Spelling bee. Number three. It Ta- sure is. Talent show. Number four. My goodness. And you number five. Oh boy. Uh, you know what? Uh, I really enjoyed that episode, but I'm going to switch this one up with five. Oh yeah. So this becomes number yeah. five. Yeah. 
I'm not surprised. And, and it, yeah, I, I just enjoyed, I, I, I giggled and laughed at all the scenes mm-hmm. and I appreciate that about this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 you know, I had a joyful time watching it. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll get Matt's top five, uh, when he gets off the turlet, um, and maybe. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. We were concerned that Matt flushed and the undertow got you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I'm yeah. Awesome. No. I believe you've given us your top five in the past, but would you like to refresh us? So I consider episode one and two this part of this like the same episode, like a single pilot episode, and mm-hmm. that's number one. Mm-hmm. Um I think number two would have to be relationships. Mm-hmm. Good choice. That's my number two. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. Number three. Well, if we're only going up to seven, hold on. Number <laughs> three has got to be the Halloween episode. Oh, mm. really? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Four. Four. Um, This dead air is really great for podcasts. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not great. It's not great for radio or <laughs> podcast. Where's that Jeopardy uh, music out? Yeah, oh yeah. Do, 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 do. Yes. Uh, and shoot. Oh, wrong, wrong link. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, that was not. That was on purpose. That was on purpose. Oh my goodness. You guys keep distracting me. Never mind. Like, whatever. I love this episode. It'd be in the top ten for sure. Mm-hmm. Don't make me do the top five. Yeah, okay. Your paraphrase gave, gave, gave us the top three. So okay, good. let's let's move on to MVPs. Tanya. MVP. Oh my gosh, there are so many amazing characters, <laughs> and so many. This one's really hard to pick an MVP for because, mm-hmm. um, I I loved Gail. I loved her. Like I don't, I can't even do it. She did it so well. Um, and, and, and Bonnie McMurray, she's like the whole fuck, fuck, fuck thing. Um, yelling back and forth with Gail. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. we haven't really heard her, um, go in that way. Yeah. Like, she let her freak fly. Uh, she during, did. During she did. And, the first time, and, I, yeah. and I loved that oh, as well. Yeah. No, Gail has obviously been rubbing off on Bonnie. Unintended. Yeah. They were. Yeah. Oh, Hey there. <laughs> yeah, so so Gail was awesome. I love Bonnie's little moment mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Katie, yeah, um, there was some awkwardness between her and um, uh, Wayne and some of those moments. Um, oh my gosh, Glenn. Glenn was amazing. I, I just, <laughs> I find him more, like so awesome. I, I love his character. And he only gets funnier as he the series goes funnier. on. You funnier. Know? Like the person that upset me the most, I love the most now. And, <laughs> and it's just odd, but I love it. Um, but you know what? This time, and I've never given it to him before, it, it's got to be rolled. Ah, he went in. Mm-hmm. It, I loved how he delivered his, his lines. I loved his mannerisms. I loved his... His, his, the way he used his voice. I just, I, I love when Wayne goes, what the fuck's your name again? <laughs> it was, it was, it was awkward, but it was awkward in a good way. Like, yeah. I just love what he gave to that show, like mm-hmm. to this episode. 
For sure. All right, rolled. Uh, let's see. Uh, my runner is up. First of all, the line of the episode, and I called it while I was doing the run through, Stuart saying, I could smell it. Like, just so fucking great. <laughs> yeah. I love that line. I love, I love, I'm love, you, love There's that so line. many MVPs on yeah. this one. Um, but I mean, he didn't do much else in that, but he just delivered the, the line of the episode. Uh, I agree. Rolled was, 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 was fire as well. I would, I would have given it to rolled, but I feel like Glenn, his scene was so short, but just in his scene, just not that yeah. short, short scene. He, it was gold. He, he, he delivered. So I'm going to give it to Glenn. Uh, Victor. Yeah, I can't wait to share my MVP. And it, it, it's, it's funny. It's funny that it's funny for me that Matt's not here because he would have he'd flip out that he's missing this one. Um, oh, really? Because is, is it an actual person this time? <laughs> that's oh, right. It's a that's, you, you, you got it. It's normal. conventional. So, <laughs> conventional. <laughs> so, so for me, for me, the MVP is Mia. And I'll tell you why. Ah, nice. Uh, nice. My favorite. Yeah. My sure. favorite episode of all time so far in the Letterkenny universe is Dick mm-hmm. Slip Out. And that's mm-hmm. because of the, if you recall, my uh, MVP in that episode was the innuendo. Yeah, the penis and, innuendo, uh, yes. And, the ridiculous and, MVP. That's right, the penile innuendo. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and and, and this, this, this one scene was basically that episode. And, yeah. and, and it just, it was just so hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I, and when her girls slipped out. <laughs> yeah, oh twice. yeah when, when they come out from me. So that's something I, I wanted to comment on. So they they do this. So Letter Kenny knows it's a TV show, right? Because they do a lot of like stage stuff. Whenever somebody comes up from behind the produce stand, yeah. uh, Roland and Stewart coming up from behind the bar, like popping up behind the bar, and now the two girls coming up from behind Mia, like those, those are like things you see in a play, in a stage play, not on a TV yeah. show, and it's just hilarious when they do that well, shit. No, I, I want to point out that that is something that only happens on TV because stuff like that is impossible to stage live. Well, okay, the, the two girls behind Mia is impossible, yeah. but somebody coming up from behind the produce stand, where else would they be coming from, right? Like, <laughs> right? No, okay, so that that is a whole like, yeah, um, entrance and exit yeah, yeah, scene yeah. gag. Um, but no, this the thing with Mia Sophia and her girls mm-hmm. is is more like, um. And in um, uh, series three, episode three, Modine's two, where where the Hicks pulled cheese and bread yes. and a out donut of, and a crawler and shit nowhere. out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you true. know, like the, the physical gags like that. Uh, David Blaine. Come on, that stuff is <laughs> yeah. That motherfucker is such a fucking fake. I don't give a shit. Prestidigitation is not that impressive. Pull your finger out of your ass. How about that for a fucking magic trick? Anyway, do, anyway. do we have an MVP from the turlet, from Matt's turlet? Oh my goodness. <laughs> so Matt says Rold was his MVP. Okay. Second place wow. to McMurray simply because of his response present. Yeah, that was that was kind of. Funny. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. he said it was such a fun episode. Again, he wishes he was here, and he says, "Awesome, tell awesome, she's awesome." So there you Aww. go. There you go. I hope he feels better. So, so his MVP was rolled, not not Murray. Okay, awesome. Who is your MVP? My MVP is Wayne for giving the victory to Katie. Mm-hmm. Like that is what older siblings do. And as the oldest sibling, like that is what I would do. Mm-hmm. Like for any of my siblings, I would, if 
if they were that unhappy, even if I was happy and if it was the first time I'd want anything, I would turn around and give it to them because mm-hmm. that's what you do. Yeah. yeah, like no contest after them. The 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 scene where he's yeah. where he's explaining his uh, his real quick uh, idea. Oh, I'm hilarious. so gonna use that. <laughs> I'm so, so going yes. to use that. Every meeting I have now, real I'm just quick. gonna be like, real quick, can we <laughs> just nail this down? What's the answer for this? Real quick. Is, the oh. thing is, it's like fifty percent of the time it does work. Yeah, that's fine. I am so At gonna least. do that now. Fifty percent of the time it works. One hundred percent of the time, yes, it was uh, <laughs> so well done. Oh, there, no, you know what? Especially on kids, yeah. like for used to, especially on kids. Try it on the kids. Uh, that's yeah. a better Tanya Twitter poll. What's that? Is is it, have you used the the term <laughs> real quick and does it work? All right. You, you know, you, you know what's funny is that. Yeah, so William doesn't watch Letterkenny. He knows of it, and he's. Uh, I watched a couple of episodes, but it's, he doesn't really. He's not familiar with the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been using Real Quick for the last three years. No <laughs> really? <laughs> because of Letterkenny, or was it? No, no, nothing to do with Letterkenny at all. It's a, it's just a thing that's said, right? Yeah. And he's he's been using it in his regular repertoire. He must find that it's like it it gets him what he needs really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's maybe. Funny. I I love it. I'm so gonna try. All right. Uh, I have no uh, listener comments this week. It was a bit of a quiet week. Although, so, by the way, oh, I have one listener comment. What's that? Okay. So last week you said in nut that the Hicks had forgotten that Stuart's girlfriend's name was gay. Right. But they didn't. Okay. Because if you look in the background, Murray Fred is asking Wayne, is this conversation really happening? And right. he goes, no, no, no wait for it and then they go through the whole thing and then Roald comes up with his reminder and Marie Fred suddenly understands and Wayne goes yep that's it there you go now you got it so at least Wayne remembered but uh, he doesn't remember Roald's name but he he remembered that uh, Stuart's girlfriend's name was gay yeah no and I think they all remembered it and they're just winding Stuart up because what the fuck else are you going to do in a bar (laughs) right when everything's snowed in you just wind up your friends and there was another moment between Wayne and Stuart again when they said the same thing and it said and they said um you owe me a soda or something. Oh yeah, yeah. And and he was Yeah, like, Jake show me a coke. Yeah, and Stuart's like like that he gets to have another Wayne moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's more that. there's more of those, yeah, for sure. More more Stuart yeah. and Wayne moments, now more rolled in Wayne moments, which those are, are there. those are a lot of fun. Those are a lot of fun. Huh. What the fuck's your <laughs> yeah. name again? And it <laughs> just what the fuck's your name again? And then rolled like just making Wayne so uncomfortable. It's great. Love it. Uh, oh, I know. Wayne is so awkward. Everybody yeah. focuses on how awkward Daryl is, mm-hmm. but Wayne is just as awkward. Yeah. And I love it because he's the leading man, right? He's supposed to be all slick and suave and what have you. No, he's an awkward little prick. Yeah. He really <laughs> is. His little too much uh, fun every time at the end of each oh, one yeah, of those no, scenes like great, you yeah. get the distinct impression that he is this close from snapping and like just choking someone <laughs> i love it that's great all right uh this has been fun uh we really missed matt today but uh awesome you yeah. you, you filled in um mightily so let's go with final thoughts here tanya i'm looking forward to the next episode and i'm with you guys uh awesome and alan you guys are are talking about uh, all these moments that are going to happen in the future, and mm-hmm. I can't wait to see them. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's exciting. That's great. Uh, too much fun. Anyway, too uh, much 
<laughs> awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. You uh, once again did an awesome job. Uh, although I think you, you may have been responsible for killing Matt. Uh, no. So, uh, if, uh, <laughs> no. How? How? From 3,000 miles away. Explain did, that did, to me. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe it was Joshua's jam. <gasps> Joshua's jam. Oh, no. Oh, da, da, da. Oh, so oh, much shit in oh the discord no. after my my continental breakfast includes jam i was like in the jam oh, aisle Jesus. for quite some time ah, thinking about joshua had- and her his jam yeah. and thinking oh my god if there was only a variety pack of those like little jams so that i could like sample a few but uh yeah i ended up going with the strawberry okay, let's not tell tells tales out of school i'm sure it wasn't joshua's jam i'm sure it was delicious although mm. it did spend a lot of time in customs so <laughs> it really did uh it took oh, a long dear. time to get here from oh. i mean it, you know it, it's it's only a, a six hour drive to pennsylvania from here so i've had food it took poisoning. i think three weeks for for matt not to get fun, the jam from Josh. you know if that jam jar was not perfectly sealed mm-hmm. i think we may have something there Ugh. i don't know <laughs> we're gonna have to give him so much shit in the discord after this i hope so he's there today so uh thank you awesome for coming on you not picked, a pun so you, much you, shit. you picked <laughs> <laughs> you picked an amazing episode to be on once again and uh and we all agree obviously so uh thanks for coming by uh victor yeah, so I guess we can do a Twitter poll and uh, see if folks think that it was the jam or it was, uh, or or yes. it was uh, or it was Awesome's uh, spooky actions at a distance. Uh, do you have, yes, if oh god, do you have I a, want to be a particle and a wave. Do you have exactly. a, a Matt Voodoo doll uh, somewhere in that room there? No, no, just yours. Oh, wow. that's why my back hurts. All right. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the addition continues, and you continue to do well. Mm-hmm. Today, you 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 did you, you took Matt's uh, coffee spot, so that was done well as well. Yes, well done. Thank you so much for yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. So and, no worries, and, mate. Anytime. Yeah. So so you, you know you you fit in uh, like a glove here. So uh, thanks for coming out. Thanks for uh, being you. And uh, this was a really 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 fun episode. Grow up. All right, I'm talking to Tanya, not you, uh, Victor. Awesome. What your final thoughts? <laughs> It gave would have fit anyway. <laughs> I gave the my uh, final thoughts is what the club. fuck was Tanya laughing at that you told her to grow up? <laughs> well, she when when uh, when Victor said you filled in like a glove, Tanya mimicked uh, a doctor putting on a, a latex glove. And- oh, okay, yeah. <clears throat> I thought it was the coming out thing, and I was no. like, I've never been in. No. Anyway. <laughs> No, um, I always love being on on the show with you guys, and I love talking to you on the Twitter chat. And, mm-hmm. and whenever I get to talk to Tanya, of course, it's a stellar <laughs> night for me. So, <laughs> all right, uh, and this is going to be a regular length episode with Awesome on. So there you go, no you way. kept your promise. I'm going to play us off here because Matt wasn't here. Because Matt wasn't here. <laughs> Matt's the problem. Matt is the problem. <laughs> God. I'm going to play us off here with a track from this episode, DIY. What uh, is she doing? By Pony. Uh, she's laying, I don't know, laying down. She's got a mirror in her hand. Anyway, it's an interesting podcast. <laughs> it's an audio podcast. The cover, though, the lady's doing something on her back. <laughs> the 
And that's all we have for this episode. Next week, we review and recap episode five of season seven, W's Talk Baby, with our guest, Dennis. Dennis is coming back. We can't wait. And actually, uh, special note for next week's episode, it's not going to be on Thursday. It's going to be on Tuesday because Tanya and I are on vacation next week. So uh, Dennis was nice enough to move uh, to move things around. So we are going to have Dennis Tuesday night uh, for uh, his uh, his highly anticipated visit we can't wait hopefully matt's feeling better by then uh don't forget to give our uh, sponsor diabolical <laughs> coffee some love they're at diabolicalcoffee.com right now you can use the promo code produstan for 10 percent off any purchase from their site if you'd like to support the podcast rate us on itunes or become a patron there's a patreon link on our site or twitter profile at produstan pod we're also on facebook instagram and tiktok produstan pod uh thanks again now we're going to collect some pennies for uh, real quick for the Don Cherry Pet Rescue Foundation on behalf of Awesome, <laughs> uh, Matt, Victor, Tanya, and myself. Thank you for listening and have a great week. <laughs>